Welcome to The Daily Dharma, a podcast where we draw inspiration from Buddhist philosophy on how to fix and better our lives. Join us as we dig through the archives of Buddhist texts, great teachers, and real life to grab an extra hit of wisdom to lift us up from the daily grind and find much-needed peace. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of The Daily Dharma. In this episode, we're going to be talking about bodhisattvas, who they are, what they represent, and what they offer in terms of advice and teachings for our daily Buddhist practice. So, first of all, the term bodhisattva means being of the Buddha. So, bodhi is a translation of the bodhi tree, it's a reference to that, and then sattva means being. So, bodhisattva just means being of the Buddha. And this is a really good translation simply because bodhisattvas are beings that aspire to be buddhas. So it doesn't necessarily mean that they are going to become a buddha. There's no way to know which bodhisattva is going to become a buddha or not. But bodhisattvas generally are beings that are doing everything they could to develop spiritually in order to become a buddha in a future life. So they're more or less spiritual warriors who are working really hard in this life to perfect their spiritual faculties and to be the best person they could possibly be so that one day they can become a Buddha. Um, and co- contrary to popular belief, um, in the Jataka Kathas, so the stories of the Bodhisattva, the beings that lived and and strove to become buddhas this is a very conscious effort it's not like an unconscious thing where they're just like well i'm a great spiritualist so you know and then one day they accidentally become the buddha no 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 bodhisattvas are very intentional in the fact that they want to become a buddha one day and they're working towards it and in particular what they're working towards is what we call the paramitas at the 10 perfections so these are 10 qualities that they are nurturing in themselves with every single life in order to one day become a buddha that's the ultimate goal so what are these 10 perfections so there's i'm just like gonna say like the english version of them simply because this is an english podcast and just go a little bit deeper into what they mean so the first is generosity second is virtue the third is renunciation The fourth is discernment. Equanimity is the fifth. You have patience as number six. Persistence, truth, determination, and goodwill. So I'm not really going to get into too deeply into each of these, but ultimately the Bodhisattva is not trying to just reach each of these aspects in a very shallow way. They're trying to perfect them. They're trying to become as generous as they possibly could and cultivate that quality over hundreds of thousands of millions of lives. And that's ultimately what the bodhisattvas really represent, is that spiritual development and striving is is not something that comes easily. The Buddha did not just happen to become a Buddha just because they wanted to become enlightened in one life. In fact, that's the whole point of the stories of the Jatakakathas, which is the stories of the Buddha when they were a bodhisattva and what they did as bodhisattvas to one day become a Buddha. And 
The biggest lesson that I can see when reading these stories is that it took millions of lives of hard work and striving, striving to perfect themselves in every single facet of these 10 categories to become a Buddha. And this is not just, you know, the amount of effort that needs to become a Buddha. This is the same effort that comes with any kind of spiritual development is it takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of introspection. It takes a lot of work in order to actually see progress and development. And what better symbol slash um, example do we have than the Buddha themselves? The enlightened being, the teacher of all of Dharma, actually wanted to become a Buddha and worked hard to become a Buddha over so many lives. So many lives of being animals, of being people, um, both women and men, I would like to note. Um, and, you know, stuck in every possible conceivable low or high type of life, but always in every type of life trying to be the best being they could be, to try and be as generous, virtuous, um, loving as possible to those around them in order to one day have the spiritual energy and the spiritual prowess to become enlightened and then spread spread that teaching to others. So when we say the term bodhisattva, it's actually not just somebody who is on a higher spiritual level. It's actually someone who's trying to become a buddha and is actively working on these 10 perfections in order to do so. And especially because a bodhisattva has to go through many, many trials um, in order to actually achieve their goal, it's just, it's not a term that I would say in Buddhist mythology and Buddhist philosophy that we like to throw around. Um, unlike, I think, a lot of spiritual gurus who kind of use this term left and right, referring to themselves and referring to others, that like, well, you're a bodhisattva because they're spiritual developed. Well, that's not quite true. Uh, and like, if you look at the stories of the bodhisattva, you see things like the bodhisattva actively sacrificing themselves for others. You see the bodhisattva basically giving and listening and being virtuous in every possible way, like, sac like literally putting others before themselves constantly in order to make sure that others are protected and, um, and, and taken care of whether that's spiritually, physically, mentally, all of it. So the bodhisattva is a being that continually sacrifices themselves for the good of others in order to develop their spiritual faculties to one day become a buddha, which is a teacher. And that is a really, really revered term. And therefore, I would not trust anybody who says or refers to themselves as a bodhisattva um, or just randomly points to people and just calls them bodhisattvas either because this is a very serious undertaking the goal of becoming a buddha is not a simple one and it's it's something that we should treat with respect because by respecting that we're also respecting our own spiritual efforts and the you know giving it the kind of reverence it deserves so more or less I just wanted to start, um, I just wanted to give an example of like, what is a story of a bodhisattva um, that is relevant? Uh, so one that I just recently read is about a hare. And the hare is 
literally a rabbit in the jungle, has lots of animal friends, and is teaching all these animal friends to be good. Because the Bodhisattva often in these stories, wherever they are, whatever they are, whether it's a demon, whether it's an animal, whether it's a person, is, is always trying to do good. So in this story, the hare is like the little spiritual leader of this forest, and they're like helping all of their friends, the otter, the jackal, the turtle, all kinds of animals um, who live in a forest. I'm not sure if turtles live in forests, but okay, you get what I mean. Um, and then one day, they hear that there's like an important guest coming to the jungle, that someone is going to come and is going to be of need of food. And the hare doesn't have anything to offer this guest. So the hare says, I'm going to offer my body. And I'm actually going to allow my body to burn on a fire in order to make sure this guest is fed. Because that's how much I want to give to this person who is going to be hungry when they, they arrive in the forest. And please don't literally do that. Like, please don't literally take this as like, oh, I should offer myself as food um, in order to assert my generosity because that's a very dangerous thing to do. But ultimately, you can start to see from the story that the stories of Bodhisattva are all about just how much work it takes in order to develop spiritually and how much giving it takes to become a Buddha and to have access to that spiritual knowledge. So there's very much this, this continual theme of sacrifice and giving that is I would say the common bond to all of the Bodhisattva stories, just to re reiterate the importance of being a giving spiritual person and to give in multiple different ways, not just in like material goods, but spiritually um, through your words uh, in every way that you can to be a spiritual giver, because that is how the Bodhisattva themselves cultivates the the qualities to become a Buddha and that's how we will cultivate our qualities when you know in order to advance in our spiritual lives so ultimately what is the Bodhisattva really telling us in terms of our daily lives well I think if you look at the big picture of the Bodhisattva it's really the story of how samsara works and how yes we do have to suffer through many many lives of many things. There's a lot of suffering in our daily lives, just like the Bodhisattva encounters in their life. There's, for example, I'm pretty sure it's very uncomfortable for the hare to throw themselves and offer themselves as fire. It's very uncomfortable. I can't even imagine how uncomfortable that, that is. And again, I do not encourage it. However, however, what it's trying to say is that if we do want to grow spiritually, it's okay to take time and it's okay to reach for whatever we have. And that is the best you can do. As long as you are doing the best you can do, you are actually spiritually thriving. And you're do you're taking, you're following the example, the Bodhisattva, who in all of these stories didn't necessarily have a ton of money, didn't wasn't even a person. Sometimes the Bodhisattva was just a bird. And no matter what, in every situation, they always find the best course of action in order to perfect. Um, their spiritual faculties and to be giving to others. So through being loving and kind in whatever way is accessible to you, is available to you, that is how you advance spiritually, just like the Bodhisattva did. And there is absolutely no problem with, and, and you shouldn't feel bad for like the size of the giving or the 
necessary impact of the giving itself. It doesn't, it, it, there's no small or big when it comes to the contributions that the Bodhisattva made in terms of their giving and their effort. Really, it's all about them recognizing that they are going to give to the best of their ability in order to develop spiritually and to make sure others are okay. And thus, as people in our own lives, if we can do the same and sort of give within our capacity, well, that is the best we can do. And in fact, that's the most virtuous thing we can do. Because instead of being unhappy and criticizing ourselves for our lack of resources or whatever whatever it is, um, we're actually doing our best with what we have. And there's actually great virtue. There's actually a greatness in that. Because we're not letting the specific details of our circumstance or the labels that people give us or the, the anxieties that society gives us about our situation bog us down. We're allowing ourselves to like activate our spiritual strength by being as loving and giving and kind as possible in the ways that are available to us. And another thing as well, that is emphasized in the Bodhisattva stories is that it's not really necessarily about the impact that the Bodhisattva makes on others. Obviously, Bodhisattva one day is, is will be becoming a Buddha, but that had a huge positive impact on society. But really, in these stories, it's about the personal striving of the Bodhisattva and that in our spiritual lives, that's the most important thing. It's to know and acknowledge that you are committed to your spiritual path, your spiritual growth, your spiritual giving, and that you're doing what you can for yourself. That is a commitment that you make to yourself. And as long as you are honoring it and you know you are honoring it, it doesn't really matter what other people see or what other people think. It matters that you are doing your spiritual duty and working towards your spiritual development in your own pace and way with whatever is accessible to you. So that ultimately is the stories and the moral behind the Bodhisattva that it doesn't matter what faculty you are in life, you just need to give and be as spiritually advanced as you can. And that is really the ultimate virtue. That is just as good as anybody who is in a higher station than you or a lower station. We all just need to look at what is available to us and work on ourselves in those ways. Um, anyways, that is the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed the exploration of the Bodhisattva as much as I did. I certainly really enjoy just doing one on this popular Buddhist term uh, simply because I hear it tossed around a lot and I just thought you know what why not share the definition of the Bodhisattva as well as the moral that the Bodhisattva teaches us that it's not about the ego it's not about the ultimate impact it's about your internal commitment to your spiritual development and activities that will ultimately get you far and that you just need to stay accountable to yourself and to keep striving. Anyhow, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really appreciate it. And I hope you got a lot out of this episode as much as I did. And I will definitely be back with another episode next week. So stay safe out there during the lockdown and the pandemic. And 
we will chat again.